0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and today I want to talk to you about why I decided to leave the Gangsta Disciple organization uh, after 20-some-odd years of participating in that. Um, I want to lay it out as best I can. This is something I don't think I've ever really explained to anybody. You know, I always tell people that I've retired and whatnot, but I've never really gone into the details about, you know, that final day, that The straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, right? So let me just get into that real quick. I just want to lay it out for you and and explain, you know, some things to you as I do. Um, It was a typical day, you know what I'm saying? And we were um, receiving new guys to the compound. We had some more people coming to the compound. And every time you have new people coming to the compound, you know, every gang on the compound checks to see, you know, who's affiliated with them or the other groups and so on and so forth, right? So we had this guy that came in. We I knew him. You know what I'm saying. I'm I'm not gonna get into his name, but I'm I'm gonna just say his first name uh, is Larry, but that's not his name. I'm not gonna get into that. You know what I'm saying about his his full name and all his name. But anyway, this guy named Larry came to the compound, and we had already heard that he had run-ins in other places. This is one of those types of brothers uh, that was always backstabbing people and. And he was a power-hungry type dude. And, uh, you know, he was always trying to stir up trouble. You know, and then we were warned to watch him. You know what I'm saying? He the business, but, you know, he's one of those types of dudes. He'll cross anybody out to get, you know what I'm saying, what he wants out of the organization. You know what I'm saying? Or what position, whatever position he wants, right? So anyway, this guy gets to the compound, and we happened to be in the gym that night, you know, and everybody was shooting basketball and stuff like that. So me and my number two, we were leaning on the wall. And uh, Chief of Security comes over and he said, uh, we got one that just got in. I'm like, all right, that's what's up. Uh, run him through, you know what I'm saying, what you normally run through. He said, no, nah, we really don't have to do that because this guy here said he didn't want to be on count, which is, that's a choice that, you know, everybody can make, you know, whether you want to be on count or not. Back in the day, I don't know if they even allow that today. If you if you represent, you're going to be on count or you ain't going to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? But back in the day, you know, if you didn't want to be on count, meaning accounted for and have the you know, full backing of the org behind you in case something happened or whatever the case may be, or the assistance from the org, that was your choice to make, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, brothers would make that decision because they wanted to get to know, you know what I'm saying, the compound and the people on the compound before they made that decision to participate in the business, right? So anyway, this brother had already decided uh, that he didn't want to be on count, and it was cool with me because of all the things that I had heard about him, you know, he couldn't be trusted anyway, you know what I'm saying? But when you're, when you're representing and you're uh, uh, living the gang life, you don't get to pick and choose who your brothers and sisters are. You know what I'm saying? They might get put on somewhere else in another city, another state, and they come and they represent the business. It is what it is, whether they're shysty or not, whether they're trustworthy or not. You just don't get to decide that, right? So anyway, I was cool with that decision. So after a while, you know, I, I had brothers coming to me and say, man, uh, uh, this, this brother Larry had changed his mind, and he wanted to be on count. And I had been watching him myself, you know, and a few other guys had been watching him, and I was like, man, this dude ain't—he ain't cut like us, you know what I'm saying? But he is the business, and he's decided that he wants to be on count. So what I used to do back in the day, you know, when I was in charge, I let the body decide that, you know what I mean? Especially when a brother comes to the compound, don't want to be on count initially. Now all of a sudden he changes his mind. It makes me suspect. Of that individual, right? So I let the body decide. We'll put it to a vote if we're gonna allow this brother to be on count or not. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't opt to be on count when he first got there, right? So this is about a month, month and a half later, two months maybe later. So it goes to the body, and the body votes no. So he's not allowed to be on count. You know what I'm saying? So the, a couple of the guys they go and tell him like, "Look, bro, it was a no vote. You know what I'm saying? Keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? That's on you, right?" And he was upset about it and he trying to make his case to me and, and my number two and whatnot. I really didn't want to hear it, but I, I stood there and I listened to him and I'm like, look, man, the body has decided that man no, it's just dead on that. And he said, Well, I'm gonna write this person or write that. Write who the fuck you wanna write? You know what I'm saying? It don't make no difference to me. You know what I'm saying? He did that, and and it's nothing changed anyway. So anyway, what happened was this. This brother started very methodically identifying the brothers that get money this way or get money that way or got this vice or that vice, right? So he got a pack in. When I say a pack, for y'all that don't know, you know what I'm saying? he got some drugs in, right? And uh, matter of fact, I, I don't remember what type of drugs it was. It might have been some hair, cocaine, whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? But he get a pack in and he starts to messing with some brothers, you know what I'm saying, letting them get their money, you know what I mean? And and the whole time, it was, it was just trying to sway them to you know change their vote so we get, we end up uh in a meeting one day and some of the brothers that he had been messing with they've been getting their money with him they were like man we ought to give bro another chance you know he changed his mind he been you know what i'm saying upholding and doing good breaking bread with us this this is and that. and i'm sitting i'm looking at them I'm, I'm understanding what they're talking about but i also understand you know what i'm saying they're not looking at the bigger picture this is a lot of manipulation going on this brother had made a decision when he first got here not to be on count. He, it, it is what it is. The family had voted on it and said no. It is what it is. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's helping some brothers get a little money. You know what I'm saying? And now all of a sudden, they like, let's give him another chance. So I go to a free brother, and I start counting votes before the vote. And when I'm counting these votes, I see there's still going to be a no. So I, do, I go tell my number two, let it go around there. Let the vote take place. I already know what the vote is going to be, right? You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of manipulation on my part, trying to figure out the, the 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 uh the answer to the question before the the question is asked. But once once it went down, it went down. Everybody voted, and guess what happened? <laughs> he got a yes vote. He got a yes vote. And the very people that looked me in my eyes and told me that they. We're not going to ever vote for him to be a part of the business on this particular compound. They, they did that. So I started questioning them. Look, I respect the business. They said that. That's what it is. So we invited them in, you know what I'm saying, with open arms, you know, as much as you can, right? But I told him, first time you get caught slipping, man, playing games, off with your head. As simple as that. Off with your head, man. I'm not finna even play with you. I done heard about you. You know what I'm saying? I know you ain't straight, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I go talk to some of these brothers that changed their mind. And they were like, man, he messing with us. He trying to help the family get on their feet. This isn't making money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, man, it is what it is, right? But y'all know what that was. Let's see how long he continues to break bread. And he kept breaking bread. He getting the pack in. I don't know how he was doing it with my business. You know what I'm saying? But he had his own route. He had his own supply. He's shaking it. Now, everybody wants a piece of it, and he manipulated his way into the family. Next thing you know, they're not just selling the drugs. Then they start using the drugs, and he had them. Now, he's starting to make a power move, and when I saw him make the power move, he wants a position. He wants a POA, position position of authority on the compound, right? He wants to be able to call some shots. He wants to be able to sit down in the room when we have these sit-downs and decide what's going to happen with this situation or that situation. And these brothers are in agreement with it. So I was like, man, you know what? And a lot of brothers said I was petty for doing it. But I was like, you know what? I've had enough, man. If it's this easy, if it's this easy to get brothers to change their minds about somebody that they know is shisted, dirty, conniving, don't care nothing about nobody. He just wants to be in charge so he can tear something up. You know what I'm saying with the backing of the family, because he know he can't be touched. You know what I'm saying by anybody else on the compound once he got the backing of the the other family. If this, if it's that easy to be able to manipulate your way in and gain power within the org, because you got drugs, I said I'm through, man. I've had enough. I had enough years in, you know, so I decided to walk away. And that's why I walked away, because I got to the point to where it's like, man, this is not about the business. This is about who's got the pack. This is about who can manipulate uh, brothers to see it their way, even though it's the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's weird how we get blinded to what's really going on when somebody's putting some money in our pocket, food in the refrigerator. We ignore all of the things about that person that are amoral. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make the case that the business was a morally righteous endeavor like we say it is. It was a lot of corrupt things going on. It was a lot of bad things going on, negative things going on. But I started to, my eyes got, it was just, I don't know what it was. It was just like, I I had enough. I had enough, man. I didn't want to deal with it anymore. I didn't want to deal with that. I was done. You know, so that's why I walked away after 20 plus years. You know, I had my withdrawals. I had opportunities, you know, presented to, to go back, but I decided not to. But I just wanted to share that and let everybody know that's why I walked away from it. I just got tired of the games. I got tired of the manipulation. I got tired of, you know, it's, it not being, you know, what we say it is. I just got tired of that, and I had to go my own way. You know, the family let me walk away. You know, a lot of people were upset. Some people were happy, though. You know what I'm saying? Some people were happy that I was gone because they didn't like the way I governed. Some people th- th- were happy that I was gone because they were genuinely happy for me. You know what I'm saying? And I had a lot of people that were upset because they felt like I abandoned the struggle. What struggle? What struggle did I abandon? Hurting our own people? Selling our own people drugs? Beating up our own people? So I'm, I'm lost as to what struggle I abandoned. I'm still about my people. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not about hurting my people anymore. I'm not about manipulating my people anymore. And I think that's something that we should take a hard look at as, as, as individuals. Not, you know, get, get to yourself and think about what it is that you say you believe in. Do a moral inventory on yourself. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace.